0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Quesada Conversations, Episode 4, with the Quesada President and Executive Director. I'm Sam Atkinson, the 2020-2021 Quesada President and Associate Athletic Director for Communications at Gallaudet University. I'm live here in Ellicott City, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C., and I'm joined by Kasita Executive Director Doug Vance in Tucson, Arizona. Doug, how's it going? and welcome to a new year of Kissita conversations.
1: Thanks, Sam. Uh, I'm doing great. You know, I've been uh, seeing a, a week worth of good news about our members, and it's, uh, it's really energized me. I know it's energized uh, our staff and our board, so I'm feeling great, anxious to talk today.
0: Great, so am I. You know, definitely a new year, new attitude. Uh, so definitely looking forward to our conversation today. A reminder to our audience uh, about what is Quesada Conversations. This is a monthly conversation between the Kassida president and executive director to discuss all things Quesada, the profession and our members. We want to make sure everyone knows what the organization is doing and discussing what items, projects, initiatives we are working on. On this episode, Doug and I will provide Quesada news updates as we have a chance to elaborate on some recent an- announcements and plug several Quesada items at the end of the show. But today we'll be joined by Amy Yokola from the Atlantic Coast Conference and the chair of Kasaita's Membership Recognition Committee. Amy will discuss um, further about our fifth annual Membership Recognition Week and all the great things the committee is working on year round. So let's get started with our fourth (laughs) episode. Doug, happy Membership Recognition Week to you. It's been great seeing so many great posts across social media with folks using the hashtag ThankYourSID and also our new hashtag SIDs make it happen. How's this week been for you so far?
1: Well, Sam, I, I think it's gone terrific, and it's because of uh, you know a starting point where we've had a great committee uh, of leadership guiding us, our staff, uh, a lot of buy-in from external stakeholders around the country, uh, media, coaches, organizations, uh, nonprofit groups like ours, bowls, uh, writers organizations. Just a lot of people who are who are friends as an organization and who uh, who, who are involved with throughout the year. And this week is important, um, uh, very important this year because of what we've been through as an organization, as a profession. And uh, this week served its purpose, I think, very effectively.
0: I think it's always great too, Doug, seeing the, the other SIDs giving each other uh, compliments and, and thanking them and and people that have really help pave the way and help pay it forward for others um, in this profession. Is there somebody that sticks out to you, Doug, that you know you would like to give thanks during membership recognition week or anyone in particular that made a direct impact on your career?
1: Well, there have been a lot of people who have, uh, who've done that, Sam. I appreciate you asking that question. Uh, if I had to pick out one person, uh, I'll stay in the family. My brother, my big brother was a uh, sports information director at Eastern Kentucky so growing up I actually knew about the profession and uh, uh, my first opportunity came uh, to go to work at Austin P. Uh, and he knew the uh, SID there the previous one and and he prepared me I'd worked for him as a student but uh, uh, my big brother was uh, was really the driving force and helping guide my career no doubt about it
0: that's great I, I always kind of go back to my first year in this profession um and never being an SID before and really leaning on a lot of the conference SIDs I worked with in the Capital Athletic Conference when I was at Salisbury University. And uh, a couple of people just really stick out to me um, that come to, come to light is uh, longtime SIDs SIDs are still in the profession right now is at York College in Pennsylvania, Scott Geis uh, at University of Mary Washington, Clint Ofton and uh, Jim Heath, who was at the apprentice school and now at Hampton University um, those three really helped me a lot during that first year. Uh, took me a long time to get the, get the hang of some, certain stack crew uh, elements and, and everything. But uh, just want to thank those gentlemen for the, their help along the way um, and many others, as you mentioned. So um, i also like to point out, too, if you people haven't had a chance to head over to Kasita.com, if you go to Kasita.com backslash thank your SID, so many great resources uh, being provided there. I'd like to thank Bo White uh, of our Casaida staff for all his great uh, efforts and time that he put in uh, to the different elements that people can be using on social media, but also the new advocacy publication. Uh, it's this publication on the value and impact of college athletics uh, communications. Doug, with um, you know, looking at this, it's over 50 pages of so some great content of allies for um, to Casaida and also people in the profession. What's your take on this publication? And how do you think it will be uh, utilized by pe- our members and people within collegiate athletics?
1: Well, we uh, as we approached the year and thought about it, uh, we we've we always put out a magazine that's an annual report and convention review, and it's filled with pictures about the convention. And since we didn't have a live convention, we really didn't have a, a resource for it. So uh, we decided uh, in discussions with our advocacy committee and our board, uh, and, and the staff to uh, turn that publication into an advocacy publication, and uh, it, it, so it, we started from the ground up. We didn't know exactly what it was going to be, how we were going to fill the pages. Uh, but credit to uh, to a lot of people, uh, as you mentioned, Bo. Bo did most of the heavy lifting in that, no question about that. I also want to, uh, as we talk about the week in general, I want to thank Will Rosen. Will is the uh, is the more or less the founder of Cosida of recognition week he was as the story goes he was driving in, in his car and heard some people talking about something like national Potato Week or something like that there's so many and uh, so it, he got, that's where it triggered the idea to do one for Cosida and it's uh, it's paid off for us it's a great advocacy opportunity for us and uh, uh, but uh, but the advocacy magazine I think will really be be helpful we've never had anything like that.
0: Doug, it's interesting you bring up that story. I remember that vividly being on the on the board then when Will approached us with that and about six years ago, uh, brought that idea. And then five years now we're celebrating our fifth anniversary of this, and it's great to see that. So when we come back, we'll be joined by Amy Yakola to discuss more about Kasida Membership Recognition Week. <music> Kesaita would like to take a moment to thank all of our 2020-2021 corporate partners for their continued support of Kasaida. We especially thank our Tier 1 partners, Capital One, ESPN, NCAA External Affairs, NCAA Division 2, NCAA Division 3, Presto Sports, and Sidearm Sports. Thank you so much for your continued support of Kesaita. We are now pleased to welcome in Amy Ecola, the deputy commissioner and chief of external affairs at the Atlantic Coast Conference, the chair of Casaida's membership recognition committee and for, former Kasaita board member. Welcome Amy to Casida Conversations.
2: Sam and Doug, thank you for having me.
0: We are so glad that you are here with us as our monthly guest, especially during membership recognition week. So first question we have is how is membership recognition week going so far?
2: Well, Sam and Doug, you know, this year was very uh, interesting, as it has been for everything else that that we've done, that anybody's done, Um, but uh, we're really excited about it, and through a lot of uh, diligence and hard work by the committee and its members and people within the collegiate ranks and even outside the collegiate ranks, I think it's been going very well. It's definitely an opportunity, and that's what you look for in general and certainly during these times
0: what would you say makes membership recognition week so special to you and rewarding to the profession?
2: Well, I think like anything else, I would say that it's all about people, right? I mean, I think, That's why a lot of us get into this profession. We get into this profession because of people, especially our student athletes, our coaches, our administrators, the people that we want to share their story. We want to share the great things that they're doing. Uh, We want to recognize the people. um, And that's why we all sign up for this, you know, these type of jobs and communication, sports information, external is is because of people. And uh, this particular initiative of Membership Recognition Week Really allows us to celebrate uh, one another. Um, it's less about celebrating ourselves as individuals, but celebrating each other that have joined and, and entered into a field where there's terrific camaraderie and teamwork, um, and, and just the opportunity. And I think especially in this year, right, in a year that is unlike any other for everybody, to have that opportunity is 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 a really nice is a really nice uh, nice takeaway during uh, during everybody's day.
0: You mentioned how challenging this year has been. How did you and the committee approach this year's membership recognition week? We knew it was going to be the fifth anniversary for it, but at the beginning of the academic school year, the timing, uh, which is normally this is held in November, um, that really came into play and we weren't sure uh, when to host this. So how did you and the com- committee land on January?
2: So listen, in a pandemic, I'm not sure there's the the right and the wrong. I think, you know, you try to gather all the different thoughts and all the different opinions and perspectives, and you try to land on what you think is best and going to serve the greater good of of the organization and as i mentioned before the people that are a part of it and i think in this particular instance with so much uncertainty um especially during the fall especially as people were trying to figure out how we were going to play fall sports or return to campus or you know a a lot of people with families homeschooling their children and virtual learning and um and just just life, right personal and professional in there. it just uh, at the end of the day um, what really what really carried forward was was sort of to hit the pause button and and be able to punt towards January where we hope we would have more information. We hope we had uh, things would look a little bit different and there would be at least some answers. And so that that's really what sort of drove us to that. It was great that we had the support of, of the board, we had the support of, of the staff, we had the support of the committee. Again, we could have landed in a lot of different places, but the goal was just to create the best week where um, where we, we would have something to look forward to and, and something to, uh, to mark on the calendar as, as, as we move forward.
0: Now, you might think that your duties as a chair of this committee might be over uh, after this committee recognition week is done. Uh, but that's not the case. This is the first year that membership recognition has been a full-fledged committee for KASIDA. So, what does the committee hope to do the rest of the year to help promote and recognize KASIDA members?
2: As you mentioned, Sam, uh, this is the first year that this is a full-time committee, and I can't say enough about uh, about the uh, members that that are combined to make this group uh, really, really. Uh, an awesome group to be a part of um, I would also want to recognize the board and uh, and the staff um, uh, everybody has just been terrific as we uh, have come together to for the first time as a as a full-fledged committee um, so to answer your question about looking forward I think the opportunities are endless um, I really love the energy that we've had in meeting um, I think first and foremost it's to continue that advocacy for each other and within college athletic athletics, athletics, to to be everything that we can be as as it relates to all of our responsibilities, which as I said at the beginning, we all signed up to do this for the right reasons, which was to promote our student athletes, to promote our institutions, to promote our coaches and our administrators. Um, And there's, I think, a lot of exciting uh, opportunities as we look ahead to continue doing that um, and recognizing uh, one another within this this terrific uh, profession.
0: Well, thank you, Amy, for joining us. Doug and I would like to personally thank you for all your hard work with the Membership Recognition Recognition Committee and your efforts during this week. So we look forward to the future successes of
2: your committee moving forward. Well, thanks for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be not only a part of the Membership Recognition Committee, but also a member of COSIDA. So thanks for having me.
0: We thank Amy for joining us. It was great uh, hearing from her, Doug. Uh, we looked ahead to our mailbag. We had no questions uh, this month, but we, we do wanna hear from you, our, our, our listeners, our members. So please submit future questions to our mailbag by DMing us through Twitter at Sam Atkinson, SID, and D Vance, So we look forward to answering future questions on an upcoming episode of Casida Conversations. So Doug, this past month, we did have opportunity Uh, to meet with our friends over at the NCAA as they held their 2021 NCAA convention virtually. Um, How did the meetings go uh, in your eyes and and maybe share with our listeners some of the people that we were able to meet with?
1: Thanks, Sam, for asking that question. Uh, uh, Throughout the years, we have been meeting with uh, leaders at the NCAA. We normally do it in person at the NCAA convention and And obviously this year the convention is virtual like everything else. So um, uh, the board and and the officers and the staff meet with various uh, groups. Uh, This year we met with uh, the the governance group of division two and division three. We had divisional chairs uh, also joining us for for those meetings. We also met with Eric Christensen and Gina Leahy from the communications. Department of the NCAA, two great friends of our organization and allies, and and uh, and finally we met with President uh, Mark Emmert, uh, who has made this a priority during the NCAA convention. He reaches out to make sure uh, that he's available to meet with us. You know that we talk about being at the table um, to to help make decisions, and this is our seat at the table at the NCAA convention. Uh, it's important to us. It's proved to be a, a great advocacy opportunity, and we've, we've taken full advantage of it. And this year, the challenge of doing it virtually actually enhanced it because we were able to include more people who were uh, normally unable to travel at the NCAA convention. And down the road, we will uh, we'll do the same thing at the NAI convention a little bit later in the year.
0: Now, we look forward to those meetings all the time. And, you know, we, we talk about avo- uh, advocacy. And, and champion our profession and our organization. And it's meetings like these, they really make a, uh, a direct impact uh, on other allies that uh, support CaSida and, and others and within Collegiate Athletics that open their eyes to our profession um, as we continue to advocate um, for all of our members in, in this profession in general. Um, one of the things too, Doug, that uh, you know came about last semester um, was our donation drive for membership. Um, You'd like to update the, the listeners on how that went and, and what came about it.
1: Yeah, it's a brand new initiative in a very unique year where uh, budgets grew tight. And we knew it would affect our membership this year, although our membership has been very been very uh, strong. Uh, but we decided to open up opportunities for people to donate to COSIDA to, uh, to help uh, uh, sponsor a membership. And uh, we got a good response from it. And this year, we were able to uh, add 27 new members thanks to these donations and, and give those people uh, the opportunity to be involved in COSIDA who otherwise wouldn't have. So uh, a great group of, uh, of members and people outside of the profession uh, stepped forward and, and contributed to that cause.
0: Definitely want to plug, too, if you, if, if you feel inclined, please, um, our donation portal is still open, so you can go to COSIDA.com backslash donate um, if you can. we appreciate everybody that had donated. Also like to give a special thanks to NCAA Division 2 um, and also um, with their ability to use some of the grant money to help with that. Um, really appreciate um, all those that donated and um, appreciate NCAA Division 2 for their efforts as well. Um, I have a couple of plugs here, Doug, that make sure that everybody's aware of. Uh, Thank you to those who nominated fellow colleagues for the Kasita Special Awards. Uh, The deadline just passed. It was January 24th. And we look forward to honoring those honorees later this year. And a reminder that the Fred Stabley Senior Writing Contest deadline is coming up. It's uh, January 29th. So head over to Cassida.com backslash stably for more information on how to submit for the contest prior to the upcoming deadline. Also, the publications and digital design contests will open up soon. Again, head over to kassida.com backslash publications. And another plug for our next webinar, which is uh, Thursday, January 28th at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's time with the NCAA media coordination and uh, statistics staff. Um, So they're going to be answering questions on COVID-19 policies for fall and spring sports, record keeping. So um, you can head over to Cassida.com and register for that upcoming webinar. We're looking forward to that. And also for any of those who have been able to volunteer, uh, a lot of people did volunteer during Martin Luther King Day or over the holidays, uh, head to Cassada.com backslash volunteer 15 to submit those hours. So Doug, as we wrap up this episode, um, again, Membership Recognition Week, one of those weeks that we always look forward to um, every year. Um, What would just be your summary of of this week and, and the benefit that we continue to see from it?
1: Well, I think it achieved its purpose. We we've celebrated our membership, our profession, our organization, and uh, taken a lot of pride in doing so. And and I think it reminds uh, not only uh, people outside the profession, but people inside the profession, our members, of uh, the essential value that are that we bring to athletic departments. It's it helps us internally and it helps us externally. So um, it fired me up for this week and. Uh, gave me some momentum as we move forward in 2021.
0: Totally agree. So thanks for joining us for this month's Quesada Conversation. We want to thank all of our Quesada members during Membership Recognition Week. We also want to thank our members for the dedicated and trusted work they deliver day in and day out day out, year-round for their athletic departments and conferences. Thank you for all you do. We'll see you next month on Quesada Conversations.